Mad Toast Live, recorded in front of a live audience. We're at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts. I'm Mary Gaines, and this is Chris Wagoner. Thank you all for coming tonight. It's a, it's a beautiful crowd tonight. Yeah. You all look happy, smiling. We're happy to be here, too, with uh, Stuart Stotts. Mr. Stuart Stotts. Pleasure to be here. Chris, Mary, you have this uh, fantastic series you've been doing for, wait, what, four years? Something like that? Yeah, four years something now. like that. Yeah. We've been here at the Brink Lounge for four years straight. Unbelievable. I know, I know. Yeah. We have a little closet we keep our stuff in. and yeah. They should have a table named after you or something. Yeah, we know. do. We chiseled our name in a table yeah, yeah. in the background. <laughs> <laughs> this is great to finally have you yeah. on the show, though. We've it's known nice. each other for yeah, a long, long time. time. Long time. Yeah. yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. And you, d you do this great service of just, you know, 
having this series where people come and get to do stuff and get to talk to, you know, not just, not yeah. just play. So it's great. It's great. Yeah, well, we really what? like talking to people. Yeah. Well, that's and, and at the same time, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we figured this is what we do anyway when we're at home. We have friends, out when, you know, we play music, and, yeah. and uh, that's actually not true. That would be really fun to do. <laughs> it's we used to do that. Yeah. You come home and you probably just want to watch movies or something. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. we thought you know let's do that, and then we just stick microphones up in front of people, and you uh-huh. know, right? It's, it's all the same right. thing. Yeah, but yeah. you've been doing this for for many years around here, a Madison, really a Madison icon, and I don't know that people are aware of the breadth of things that you do, because I think some things gain certain public awareness. I mean, you were very active. You've been very politically active in the last few years with the demonstrations, uh, with the wars, and things. We've been in different yeah. events with you. Well, you know, when I started doing this back in the um, early 80s with my yeah. friend Laurie Ellen Neustadt, um, we, we were doing it mostly because we wanted to be political folk singers. You know, that was our thing. We would do mm-hmm. these songs, and I was thinking today about how, you know, Laurie would always do these really heavy songs, you know, yeah. like Nuclear War is, you know, 30 seconds away kind of songs, you know. And, um, and then and I would do the, a little bit lighter, but together it was, yeah. you know, but that was our purpose. We never played yeah. like love songs or anything like that, God forbid, you know, or <laughs> pop songs, you know, it was all, had to have a purpose. Yeah. Um, she, she was your John Lennon. Yeah, yeah that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Does yeah. that make me Paul? I don't know. Sort of, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, or Ringo, you could choose. Or Ringo, yeah, yeah, yeah. George, maybe. George, George yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But, um, so yeah, that was a long time ago. That was yeah. a long time ago. But well, I've been doing it um, full time, making a living for um, like 25 years or something. So Yeah, I'm, I'm astounded by the number of, of shows that you do a year. I mean, both uh, performing, doing uh, uh, for, for children's and children's concerts. That's mostly what I do. Yeah, I do, yeah. you know, kids and families, stuff like that. Um, and I work in schools doing other kinds of things as well. Yeah. So this is a great opportunity. These are songs I don't get to play very often. So yeah. it's kind of cool. Well, know? that's yeah. the thing. I think a lot of people see you, maybe see you in that light and don't realize yeah. that. And we'll talk a little bit more about this later. But you're an author. Yeah. You have, you've written several books. Yeah, yeah. And they're not, I think there, there are a couple of children. They're mostly books. for like kids, older kids kind of thing, you know. But there are a couple yeah. in there that are, are yeah. very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Football, for example. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I've heard that you're a, um, an avid recumbent biker. I am. I love riding my recumbent bike. And I've taken up running, too, recently. What? I mean, not very far and not very fast. Logging? What? Running. Lo- oh, running. 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 Yeah, running. Yeah. <laughs> logging? Well, I've taken up logging as well in my spare time. Um, Timber! Yeah. yeah. I just like the chainsaws. I love chainsaws. Yeah. <laughs> well, you said, I noticed you have a, you've got some acreage. Yeah. And I do actually, forests, so. I do like to cut trees. It's yeah. true. You know, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, all of that in the spare time, such as it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. We just saw the Lorax. Oh, was it good? With our niece and nephew. Yeah. It was yeah. pretty good. It was. Was it good? Yeah. 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 I they added cry. like a love interest or something, didn't they? No. No, they didn't. Like, oh. kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I heard this anyway. Yeah. But, but you know. not for the Lorax. <laughs> the no, Lorax, Lorax doesn't fall no, in love? No, the lonely Lorax yeah. doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, has to Just be by himself. a plug for Walt Disney here. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Can um, we say our, that? Our major sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Without being charged. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, that, um, that first song I played was in a yeah. band I was, I was in with Barbara here. Um, I, it was called Tongue and Groove. And... Um, I, I thought I would play another one of those songs and then something else after that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
taking home dollars and dimes When the working week's through Let's rendezvous right around party time Paul's playing down at the Harmony Bar Leave your troubles at the door Meet me on the dance floor Meet me on the dance floor Well, you got that fine perfume on You got that red silk top Brush your hair out of your face This is the place where the music won't never stop When you pucker up your lips and put your hands on your hips That's what I'm living for Meet me on the dance floor Meet me on the dance floor Pay no attention to the biker in the corner Or the woman with the snake tattoo Clock on the wall means nothing at all Long as I'm dancing with you You The Harmony Bar in there? Yeah, the Harmony Bar. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 That was written, right, inspired right on that day. Paul Seabar. I love playing. it. I love it. If, oh, yeah. for, for those of you in the listening audience that have never, that haven't been to Madison yet, that we're talking about a couple of the, the great longtime music venues here in Madison the Harmony Bar, Crystal Corner. Saturday night. Saturday you know, night. Paul yeah. Black, just phenomenal. And it's funny, the lap steel I played on the last tune, I was telling you before the show, I actually got bought from Paul Black. Many You're years right. ago. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, it's a great, it's a cool sounding instrument, yeah. too. It's very cool. Yeah, yeah I, I love it. Yeah, well, that was Paul Seabar, actually, in this song. That was who, I, when I said Paul, oh, right, that's, right. that Paul was the Paul, but, you know, but okay. some Either good one. Paul's out there. <laughs> Les, for example. So, that was um, a Seabarish groove. Yeah, I, like yeah, yeah, I kind of yeah. had that. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. I stole it, probably, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, we still love going to the Harmony Bar. It's, people just go there and, and just it is enjoy great, dancing. It's very low-key. Yeah, it is a great place. So... So you mentioned, you know, um, politics, right? Yeah. And um, I have been a part of this, like so many other people, and uh, my wife, Heather, in particular, has done uh, some great speaking and being there, and she's here with her friend Jean, who's been down there, and Barbara here gave me this shirt, which for the listening audience says, which side are you on? So um, <laughs> this is a song about that. Laughed and cried and slept in the hall 
wept with anger, shook with fear. I said, how did this happen here? I marched in a circle, marched in a line, marched all together, marched with a sign. Marched and chanted, I would not disappear. I said, this must not happen here. I'm one in a million, one in a crowd. One in a million, living out loud. One in a million, I'm right where I belong. One in a million strong. Spoke against the liars and everything they did. Spoke out for teachers, spoke out for kids. Spoke for the cheese heads, spoke for the beer. I said, this will not happen here. I'm one in a million, one in a crowd. One in a million, living out loud. One in a million, I am right where I belong. One in a million strong I carried a box to the GAB Filled with the names of a million like me All of us assembled, it was very clear I said, look what's happened here I am one in a million, one in a crowd One in a million, living out loud One in a million, I am right where I belong One in a million strong One in a million one in a crowd, one in a million, living out loud, one in a million, right where I belong, one in a million strong. Beautiful. Thank you. This, uh, not to take away from, we want to talk about the, the content of, of the songs too. I, I just, I, before I forget, uh, you mentioned this beautiful guitar you're playing, this Callings, um, you got from, bought from L.J. Booth. I did, L.J., yeah. I think maybe two or three years ago when he got that uh, guitar that he kind of immortalized in that Tunnel 13 song, yeah. uh -huh. which I think you played on that, or that yeah. album anyway, uh -huh. so that, that's, I don't remember if it was that song in particular, but, so he's, he's, as he says, he's a one guitar guy. Yeah. So he had this for many years, and... Uh, so, uh, and when it came along, I thought, well, great, I love it, you know. Yeah. I'm not a one guitar guy, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I see. <laughs> well, it's funny, as you were playing it, I started thinking about L.J. Booth, and I didn't even realize that that was his guitar. See, there's a little bit yeah. of L.J., right? I wish, actually. I wish I had more, a little L.J. in here. Well, but, I mean, the playing yeah. is, is a somewhat his style, very finger style. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right, um, right. But also some, some uh, Tom Pease, uh, yeah. a cohort of yours, and, and right. I, we haven't seen him for a long time, but have you done anything with him recently? Oh, yeah, we just worked together uh, two weeks ago. We worked okay. together probably about um, between 10 and 20 times a year. That's, we do okay. shows or we do residencies, and you know, Tom is really 
the greatest kids performer that I know. Yeah, he's just he's phenomenal. He's just yeah, you know, yeah. yay, Tom. There you go. Somebody said yeah. yeah. That's right. He's just like the best. You Tom's know? A, um, in lacrosse, lacrosse area. Uh, Amherst, actually. Oh, right. Amherst. And he lives very close to LJ. Okay. And, and oh, they're pretty good friends. A so. confluence of, of uh, great songwriters. LJ actually just moved a semi out, out, out west. west. Yeah, Portland yeah. kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, right. So, yeah, so Tom and I, uh, we, we've written some songs together. Yeah. But he's just a phenomenal performer. If, for those who haven't ever seen him, he's just, he's with kids. He's like yeah. the best, really. Yeah. So. Mr. Stuart Stotts here. You can find out more about him at stuart.stotts.com. Is that right? That's it. Yeah. yeah. Stuart yeah. and Stotts with two T's. <laughs> Three T's actually, S T O T T S. Just not in a row. Actually, five if you add them all up. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Six wow. if you add the Terrell. Yeah. <laughs> we could just call you the Big T. Yeah, the Big T. Can T. you group them all together? And T just... for Texas. Yeah. 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 T for Tennessee. Yeah. Um, uh, the new and a recording coming out. Uh, well, no, the, the, you've had it out for a little while, but the most recent re- recording. Everybody started out small. You can order through iTunes or CD Baby. Yeah, that's that. And actually, I have another one that came out. Um, uh, maybe about two years ago, called "I'm a Teacher, Not a Babysitter," because oh, I do yeah. a lot of work with folks who do, um, who work with young children. Um, yeah. Oma here, for example, does, you know, people who are doing, you know, phenomenal work with young kids, mm-hmm. and um, often without being appreciated and recognized for yeah. how important it is, and, and certainly not being paid very well often. So, songs about that—it's kind of a specialty. It's a niche recording, you might yeah. say. Um, and you have yeah. a, the song by that name, the title. I do. Song, yep, right? yep. Yeah. That's right. Right. That's right. And a bunch of other stuff. I might play one of those a little bit later. But, okay. Um, yeah. So. Okay. Well, I was thinking I'd uh, I'd play. You know, you you had these great songwriters here on this series. You, you know, just one after the other, great songwriters. And uh, I was thinking about uh, the the people that I know, like L. J., who are incredible craftspeople. You know, who are great songwriters. We know many many people like this, right? Yeah. Um, and then I was thinking about how when I was a kid, like, you know, eight, nine years old in Chicago, listening to WLS and WCFL and all the pop music, you uh-huh. know, which was not necessarily the uh, highest. Well, it was a craftsmanship of a different way. Let's put sure, it that right. way. Yeah. So I was thinking about that. And I thought I'd play this song because it's kind of a, about uh, how songs get us. Yeah. Sometimes I like Britney Spears And an NSYNC song might sound sweet in my ears Rhythm and rhyme, the melody line, well That's all it took, cause I'm a slut for a hook Slut for a hook Well how I got this way, there's no knowing I was raised on Joni Mitchell and Leonard Cohen Well, I tried to be cool, learned all the rules In the sensitive songwriter's book But I'm a slut for a hook Well, me and Bob Dylan have a long-term committed thing Sometimes Neil Diamond and I have a three-minute fling Well, I'm singing along in my car I don't care if you look, I'm a slut for a hook Well, 
two minute pop song, man. My, pro, awesome. my profound commentary on songwriting. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and you know, feel free to cut loose in the audience if you feel if you feel it, go there. Don't stop yourself. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Did, well, uh, um, maybe I'll play this other guitar for sure. you here. Yeah. Should I um, unplug this or should I just? Yeah, okay. Boy, that's a hook. Be singing this all night. Do you write songs in the shower? Everyone has it. Most people have a resonant shower. It would be really, yeah. you know, you'd have to work to make it not. It's more my car than anything, but, you know. You take a shower I've been having these great conversations with Peter Berryman about songwriting, you know, and and... And, and there's all this brain research lately about sort of why, what, what makes a hook work, you know, yeah. which I don't really know that much about, but it's interesting that it's out there. Um, you know, what, what is it in our brains that catches this thing and you can't get it out of your head, you know? It's, it's but is, isn't, it, isn't the art of the sound bite that we're seeing now? I mean, we remember short bits and, if, and of course, that they're played enough. But why this one more than another one, uh, you know? Yeah, I mean, why true. certain things, you just hear it and it's like, it's mm. got you, you know, right true. from the beginning. There's, There's also a, something, I'm sorry. What? There was a guy, there is a guy, he's on that show called The Voice. Mm-hmm. And I think he's the one called The Voice. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and the he voice. did a song. The voice. Yeah, it was a great song. I can't remember what it's called, but they had like <laughs> four different versions that they mixed. And the one that they ended up with was, I don't know what the key was, but it was actually um, 120 beats per minute or something like that, which is kind of like yeah. close to your heartbeat. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. And that was the one that everybody liked the best. So I was kind of going, hmm. Yeah, there's all this, into, like the, the, the thing that I remember from this great book by uh, Daniel Levitin about, this is your brain on music. I know you know that it's, oh, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a great book. If you go to your average person, like your average person out here in the audience, and you take a song like She not Loves this You. this audience. Yeah, well, this is not your average sure. audience. I didn't mean to insult you. We were way above <laughs> average. But um, if you go to a person and you say, yeah. sing me um, She Loves You, Yeah, Yeah, Yeah by the Beatles or so, you know, whatever, any yeah. song like that, the chances of them singing it in the same key it was recorded in are about 90%. Wow. Wow. Something lodges in your brain about the key that, you know. Well, we've heard it so many times. Heard that, that song in particular or whatever. But you might have heard yeah. a bunch of different... I don't know why it works exactly, but there's, you know... That, huh. that is interesting. Yeah. yeah. But musicians probably can't do that anymore. No, it's, and musicians can't. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> they have to transpose it. Right. Because yeah. <laughs> we've been ruined by listening so yeah. much. Yeah. Well, nice. this, is, uh, this is this national steel guitar. Um, it's about uh, 80 years old, this guitar. And I wrote this song about 7.30 one day uh, sitting on the front porch waiting for uh, my lovely wife to come home. It's been a long, long week, a long, long day. I can barely speak, but I got this to say. Tell you straight, right on the line I want you and me to be naked by nine Don't plan to read, don't plan to snooze We don't need the nighttime news I'll do yours, you do mine You and me get naked by nine You and me 
together We get heaven But we're usually way too tired By eleven I know for intelligent design for you and me get naked by nine. I said the best case I know for intelligent design is when you and me get naked by nine. Is it called Naked by Nine? It is called Naked by Nine. It's nice. <laughs> you know, I actually thought you meant 7.30 in the morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. It could be, I suppose. You know? Why not? Why and, then, not? And, then it, and then later, too. Yeah. You know? Well, I was um, thinking about um, creativity, and uh, y- you know, um, people, how people sustain that over time. Like you've, you've both yeah. been playing for a long time, creating stuff, making music, writing songs, you know, creating parts for people, yeah. all of that stuff, you know. Um, and we, uh, how people do that over a lifetime, and and I. Years ago, saw this um, uh, documentary about Duke Ellington, mm-hmm. who is, I mean, not just a fountain of creativity, but a, you know, a waterfall, like a tidal wave. I mean, really, right. and 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 it talked about how much music of his was lost. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he just was constantly creating things, and so there's this, uh, the, you know, just you just toss it off. Here, you know, you know, so who knows where it all was, and and I mean, I'm sure it wasn't all great. <laughs> But, but yeah. nevertheless, he was just constantly creating things. Um, and the image from this documentary is what led to this song. It's kind of a swing song. Um, and oh, yeah. thinking about him and that creativity and music. I, oh, you got to plug here. Oh, oh, I need to plug yeah. it in. I'm sorry. We were just talking about Duke Ellington this morning, um, that he evidently uh, liked... I mean, this is neither here nor there. This is sort of just like... Uh, uh, Trivia, I guess, but he liked hot water for breakfast. He liked hot water? Hot water, not tea or coffee. He would order hot water. And usually the waiters would, would forget it, and he'd go, I'm not, I'm not uh, going to eat my breakfast until you bring me my hot water. Wow. <laughs> it's okay. very interesting yes, because sir. apparently the Dalai Lama at night, that's all he has is hot water. Yeah. So, I mean, think there about this. Maybe that's 
I play. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I should have put down the beer and have hot water. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> There's plenty of time for hot water Just later. think about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah later. Yeah, later, later for the hot water. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so here's a song about, about Duke Ellington. Spin. Curtain parts, spotlight shines on the dapper man walking in. He hits a chord, crowd explodes, band begin to swing. Satin doll, take the it train, and it don't mean a thing. But when the drums are packed and the horns are clean, the bus is set to go. Look for Duke in the dark. Alone at the piano From the dives to the cotton club To the gilded concert hall So many nights in the lights So many curtain calls the janitor's sweeping slow Look for Duke in the dark Alone at the piano All day long The music's walking with him Still the song comes pounding out In perfect rhythm Beautiful, you guys. It's beautiful. It's great. Yeah. 
Do you play piano too? What's that? Do you play piano also? I don't. I don't. But this image, you know, of this from this movie of just like every everybody's all done, you know, and Duke wants to sit and play. That's his yeah. time. You mm-hmm. know, he's done the show. He's you know whatever. But that's his time. So uh, I love that picture. It's a great picture. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. I wonder if anybody ever recorded him uh, like that, improvising, just sort of messing just and sort coming, of yeah. yeah. Right. That would be amazing. Right. Just to I, I think there are some. Ellington archives somewhere yeah. that I don't know. Do you know Barbara's? Yeah, there there are archives somewhere of just you know piles of stuff that he wrote that never really was recorded or yeah. whatever. But but then probably a lot lost as well. So. I imagine it's like you know any, any of the great uh, visual artists as well. Lots of sketchbooks and who knows how many sketchbooks. Yeah, are right. Gone forever. You know? Yeah, right, but, right. Any artist, but some in particular. I mean, like him. This is what intrigued me about him is so much. I mean, some yeah. artists it's like you know a few songs here and there. It doesn't mean they're not good, but it's just, as opposed to just like, sort of like can't stop it, you know, kind of thing, you know? That's sort of what I think he was like. Um, You know, these days they would probably call it ADD, but... They probably would, yeah. They'd have him in a special (laughs) class, you know, and uh, give him some medication and... Or, uh, well, thank yeah. God they didn't do that. Got to keep a handle on it, Duke. Here, you know, focus yeah. here. Play those yeah. scales, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And it, yeah. it seems like, on the one hand, it may be maybe someone really finding their niche like that when when we see that. But I suppose there's the other side of it too that we don't see. You know, with with big artists like that, big names that we develop this sort of mythology about, oh, what their life was probably like when actually sometimes it was very difficult, and you know what we saw was not half of what the battles they actually That's had right. To. That's right. So, well, speaking of, and I, I'm, forgive me if this is out of turn here, um, but we've talked about your music, but your writing as, as an author, one of the, there are a couple of books, but one of the ones that really stands out to me mm-hmm. and probably to a lot of people um, is We Shall Overcome, a song that changed the world. Yeah, I got um, really interested in this song maybe six or seven years ago, maybe even a little bit before that, actually, um, because it seemed to me that if you looked at songs, uh, what song has been more closely tied to cha- really changing the world, you know? Yeah. And you could, people will come up with their own ideas. They'll say, like, Imagine, you know, would be uh-huh. one that might be, or some people would say, like, We Are the World, was, you know. But it seemed to me that this was certainly a, a prime candidate for that. Um, and... It also has this very interesting history. You know, I mean, imagine John Lennon sat down one day at the piano and, you know, over time wrote that song, but We Shall Overcome goes way back in terms of where the melody came from and the ideas for the lyrics kind of came from several different places. So it's, it's fascinating. And the, the other thing about that song is that it's all over the world. You, you know, people sang it in, you know, South Africa. They sang, it was, it was a major hit in India yeah. at one point. Um, so it has legs, as you might yeah. say, you know. Yeah. It speaks to something pretty deep in people. Yeah, um, obviously, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was fortunate. I got to uh, interview Pete Seeger and, you know, talk about that and a bunch of other people who were part of that civil rights movement and, uh, and singing in particular. Because the other thing is that I was talking about how Laurie and I, when we first started playing, we were sort of political singers and stuff, but that civil rights movement is a time when music was central. You know, it really wouldn't have happened, I think, if you didn't have people who could sing together in the face of the difficulties, yeah. you know. Right. So, yeah, it's fascinating, fascinating story to me, yeah. So Pete didn't 
he did or he did not write the song? Well, he, y- yes, this, this, this is where it gets interesting, right? Yeah. Because it's, you can, for example, there's a, there's a song way back. Uh, no, I don't know if it's the right key or not. You know, no more auction block for me, right? This old sort of freedom song. Well, what does that sound like? Yeah. You know, it's, right. so yeah. there's, there's a melody that yeah. this comes from. And then you've got this, you know, that I'll be all right. I'll be all right. I'll be all right someday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hope deep in my heart. I do believe I'll be all right someday. So, you know, right. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of a little more bluegrassy like than it might be. Put them together. And, right. So, yeah. some, you know, you've got those things floating around. You have this hymn written about the uh, turn of the century called um, I, Sh- I Will Overcome. Mm-hmm. No relation to the melody of the song, but there's mm-hmm. an idea that maybe came in. And so. You know, I mean, you think about all the improvisation that you two do, for example, in the plane, just like here tonight, you know, people did that with lyrics and melodies of old gospel songs. They were the, uh, the, the raw material that people would play a little bit of this, a little right. bit of that, and then, you know, and it might not go any more than that day. And in general, people you know? didn't try to, like, put their stamp on it and say, I wrote this song. They knew it was not part of the, this, and we've talked about this with different singer-songwriters over, the, over many episodes. Well, some... some um, the, the folk process. They call yeah, it the folk process. That's exactly and that was right. new to me just a couple of years ago that that's, yeah. that's a thing, you that, know? Yep, that's exactly right. And that's a classic example of a song that, I mean, uh, it went from being kind of in two to yeah. kind of this, you know, uh, this guy named Frank Hamilton added this kind of... Kind of this... And yeah. he thought of it as a Motown beat, okay. you know? <laughs> right? he, and, and it made it more kind of... You yeah. know, then just reach out over, you know, yeah. like that. So you had all these people adding these little bits and pieces. Um, but then uh, Pete Seeger did um, copyright it okay. uh, under his name and three other people to prevent, you know, uh, Warner Brothers or something from coming in and copywriting it and right. making all that money. Um, right. So yeah. Oh, you mentioned what, what happened with that. Yeah, they That's, that all the money that for yeah. every time you record we shall overcome and you pay a royalty. Yeah. It goes into this we shall overcome fund at, down in Tennessee which then goes back to fund different civil rights projects around the south. That's awesome. So they yeah. did, I mean they did. They they copyrighted it but they didn't make money off of it, you mm-hmm. know, which is a great thing. Yeah. They said this money's going right back. Um, yeah. But a song like that, it's I the, the story goes on and on but you know, who who began it and who owns it and it's it's complicated too, yeah. you know. But in the end, it's sort of safeguarded for all of us in a yeah. way, you know. Yeah. Nobody's going to make. And then a, when this folk process goes on, it's interesting teaching uh, our students, fiddle students, guitar students, whatever. And um, and I, I encourage this. It's fun when a when a fiddle student of mine comes in and has learned the song differently than I taught it to him. Yeah, right. And then they, I heard this. This was just the other day, and they said, "Well, my mom and I thought that this sounded better." Yeah, right. And right. I said. Amen, brother. Yeah, that's right. I that's agree. Right. Sure. But you see, there, but there is a tradition, and you may have been part of this when you were younger, in which that would not be okay. This right. is how you play the yeah. Bach minuet. You know, don't, yeah. you know. I'm so glad things have opened up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I've, a, I've got a classical guitar student, and we don't like the ending, so we change it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and, and there are classical musicians that I've met who really can't improvise. Right. It's, mm-hmm. it's beyond them. They just, you know. Yeah, they didn't learn how to do it. And a lot it. of them they, want to, yeah. actually. They do. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, right. it's a different kind of training, a different way yeah. to go about it. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. And, well, so. the other book, totally different. Surprising, again, Curly Lambeau. Yeah. 
building the Green Bay Packers. Are you a big Packers fan? I, I am a Packers fan. Sure. And I, actually, my, my wife Heather is a huge Packers fan. And we got to go to our first game, the last game of the season, yeah. last, uh, last year. January 1st, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, so, uh, but she's a much bigger fan. I like the Packers, but she's like, you know. Yeah. Serious Packer fan. Yeah. <laughs> say, say it. Say it loud. So, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I had to clear my throat. But, uh, yeah, they, it's, it's, it's what I love about the team. I mean, it's a great team, but the fact yeah. that it's community-owned, yeah, I think, yeah. is, right. That's I one mean, of the fits biggest... well with, like, what I believe in all yeah. that stuff, yeah. you know. Um, we kind of didn't really follow football until the Packers a few years ago got back into the Super Bowl, and then we were like, yeah. Yeah, they so really they are, like, changed. They are like America's team, you know. Right. I mean, my, a little I Green Bay. I didn't know Mary liked football until that that particular Super Bowl, and she was yeah. just like she was yelling at the TV. <laughs> wow, that's cool. Here you go. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. I was like, oh my god, look at that defense. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's interesting about the book, and it's it's nothing to do with music at all, but yeah. it's it's really about the early days of football, when people played, you know, the whole season and made five dollars. Uh-huh. And when the rules were sort of flexible, <laughs> yeah. and when people wore uh, padding, it was like magazines rolled up and put on their oh, shoulders. Yeah. That kind of, you know, Ooh. yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very different. Uh, <laughs> and then the other, they would they would run down the field, and they they would you know the flying V formation, right? They'd huh. all link arms and like smash everybody. They'd actually run down the field holding a broomstick, and knocking people down. This was you know. Early 1900s. So okay, this is not NFL. Man, no, I wish not. there were some it's, video I mean, over that. Equally as violent now, but they just don't use broomsticks. They're, they're still trying to well. figure out what what was going to work with this sport. Yeah, that's right. They were yeah. like, if we kill people, will we be able to keep playing? It sounds like it almost became rugby or hockey. Or yeah, something. it was. Well, it came from rugby. Oh, you know, yeah, sure. so it was very. very I wonder if violent. they're going to mix yeah. it with kickboxing in the yeah. future. <laughs> NFL kickboxing. That that would be bad, yeah. but. <laughs> I just always yeah. thought um, if they added some contact element to bowling, that would be that's make that sport idea. just kick it up a notch or two. Yeah, good, or golf. Or golf. Actually, contact golf. Yeah, you contact bet. golf. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a song about golf? I don't, oh, unfortunately. Damn. And uh, if I did, you probably wouldn't want to hear it anyway. But sure, it's, we uh, would. Yeah, <laughs> yes, we unfortunately. Would. <laughs> we have some friends who are golf enthusiasts, and I, I find the language of golf to be the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Eagle and. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I, and putt. I mean, yeah. <laughs> where'd, that, yeah. where'd that come from? Par. 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 Yeah, subpar. Yeah. Yeah. I knew what those words were growing up, but I didn't know they were part of golf yeah. <laughs> until much later. This is what I love about this show. I mean, that, that's about as far as we've, can, you could possibly digress from. Yes. Music and to, to, politics, to and uh, <laughs> although you know what, I, we I, shall overcome. Year, yeah. Years ago, I went to this uh, music jazz workshop out in Port yeah. Townsend, Washington, and I, Ray Brown, the great jazz, jazz bass, bass player. player yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking my image of jazz is like Miles Davis, and you know, people yeah. doing you know heroin, and you know, playing in these clubs till two in the morning. You know, Ray Brown. I see him. He come in, and what, what's the first thing he says? Is there any place around here I could hit some golf balls? It completely no. like, yeah, I was like, no, wow. no, you're supposed to be shooting up, you know? So um, it was. <laughs> oh. Maybe that was code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
wink, wink, nod, nod. Get some balls. Golf balls. Is there a caddy around here so we can keep score? You got a closet where I can hit. Right, right. That's right. That's terrible. Hey, we have time for a couple more. Okay, a couple more. Great. Well, I'll play one of these songs from uh, this I'm a teacher, not a babysitter thing. So, um, and this is a song, a lot of those songs are from the perspective of a teacher. But the one I want to play for you here is um, from the perspective of a kid. And it's in the key of C, in case you're wondering. Um, and it's uh, what one of the licensors, these licensors go around, you know, and they check on what's going on. And what she said um, she wished every kid would have, you know, not just to be safe and have the right amount of calories and, you know, not have electrical outlets uncovered, things like that. But, you know, what, what, and I, I thought this was great because I think it's sort of about all of us in a way. So. I need someone to feed me, hold me when I cry. I need someone to keep me warm and keep me dry. That's just the basics if you want to know the key. I need someone crazy about me. I need someone crazy about me. Not because I'm perfect or because I'm acting good. Not because you're paid or because you think you should. Excited and delighted for whoever I might be. I need someone crazy about me. I need someone crazy about me. I don't need a hundred to walk up and adore me. But I need one who's completely there for me. Look in my eyes and see what you can see. I need someone crazy about me. I need someone crazy about me. Ecstatically emphatic, dramatic, and wild. Not just for me, but for every child. Goo goo and gaga and flipping your lid. Not just for me, but for every kid. You might know my family, you might know my name. You need to see the spark in me and coax into a flame. And I'll begin to blossom like an apple tree. I need someone crazy about me. I need someone crazy about me. Look around this planet. Look around this room, everybody wants to shine and wants to bloom. It's no secret, we all know it's true. You need someone crazy about you. You need someone crazy about you. I need someone to feed me, hold me when I cry. I need someone to keep me warm. Keep me dry That's just the basics If you want to know the key I need someone crazy about me I need someone crazy about me Indeed. Yeah.
all do. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to have another, another tune here. We've been uh, talking and, and listening and playing with Mr. Stuart Stotts, and you can catch more of what he's up to and what he's been doing at uh, his website, www.stuart.stotts.com. It's S-T-U-A-R-T-S-T-O-T-T-S. Um, Stuart also uh, offers school assembly, student writing workshops. He's a performer, works in schools, libraries, community events, teaching workshops. Go to his website if you're inter- interested in that. And uh, books and CDs and, and lots of irons and lots of fires. Mr. Stuart Stott. <laughs> That's it. Great. Well, um, so I thought maybe we could uh, finish with uh, this song. This is, song goes way back. I was thinking about Laurie and, 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 and maybe the audience would even sing here because I'm so used. I hardly ever do. Yeah, that's right. Warm up your throat there. I, I, I hardly ever do uh, shows where people aren't singing. It's actually very bizarre, you know. Um, and so, I mean, you all sing. That's good. But so um, this song is a, a song that... Um, when I first started writing, I wanted to write songs that people could sing. You know, that was really more my thing than like. So, um, and this song's only gotten to be more true. It's like almost 30 years old now. Um, and the name of this song is World Citizen, right? So, um, it, when I sing World Citizen, you just sing it back. That's all there is to it. So, maybe we'll just practice that, okay? I'm a world citizen. World citizen. That's it. All right, great. That's all we needed. They're, they're there. So. Between Berlin to the ancient China Wall From Tyre to Vladivostok Cairo to Cape Town From Sydney to Seattle I got neighbors the whole world round I'm a world citizen Step up and shake my hand I'm not just from Wisconsin Not just American I'm a world citizen Hold the whole world round you and I can break those borders down You can pick up a phone most anywhere Call up Singapore Fly a plane from Mallorca, Spain And land in El Salvador The world keeps getting smaller We all keep getting strong We're not getting anywhere If we don't get along I'm a world citizen from Wisconsin, not just American. I'm a world citizen, hold the whole world round. You and I can break those borders Our voices ring out strong Help us build a peaceful world And help us sing this song I'm a world citizen Step up and shake my hand I'm not just from Wisconsin Not just American I'm a world citizen Hold the whole world round You and I can break those borders 
Wagner and Mary Gaines. They're phenomenal. That's right. Sing one more time. I'm a world citizen. Step up and shake my hand. I'm not just from Wisconsin, not just American. I'm a world citizen. Hold the whole world round. You and I can break those borders down. You and I can break those borders down. You and I can break those borders down. Thank you all. Thank you both. Thank you. Mr. Stuart Stotts. Go to stuartstotts.com. Find out more about Stuart. And you can catch all of our past podcast episodes at madtoastlive.com, the podcast directory of iTunes. And you can hear us also uh, weekdays at noon in the Madison area, uh, localsounds.fm on your computer dial, and Friday nights at midnight on WRT 89.9 FM. And we'd like to thank Andy Lavalley, our technical producer. I'd like to thank Adam Baronic, our audio intern. And Taylor Ryan, our video intern. I'd like to thank the Brink Lounge and WORT 89.9 listener-sponsored community radio. 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 Community radio. <laughs> thank you for coming tonight. All Thanks right. for listening. Yeah.